On today's program, I'm talking about seven major end time signs that prove that we're not just living in the end times, we're living at the end of the end times. I'm also talking about the Biden administration's war on gender and two things that they're doing right now for the very first time in American history that are unbelievable. I'm also answering your questions. I'm Jimmy Evans, welcome to The Tipping Point Show. Welcome to the show today. I want to, first of all, just encourage you to subscribe to my channel if you're watching this on YouTube and like it. So the more you do that, the more people see this and the more people are able to get these messages and get the encouragement from them. But thank you for joining me today. I want to bring this message, first of all, on seven major end times signs. Now, these are all specific to Israel, but these are all from the Word of God and they all prove now that we're living in the end times. If you have friends, if you have family members or someone around you and they're scoffers and they scoff at the end times, these things that I'm about to tell you, these are absolutely uh, undeniable signs that the Bible foretold thousands of years ago would happen in the last generation and they've all happened in the last 73 years. So this is Genesis chapter one. This is where I wanna begin. God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and it was so. So God created the, the lights in the heavens, and he said, let these be for signs and for seasons. Well, the word sign in the Hebrew is the word oath, and it means a signal a banner, something that's showing you, like a sign on the highway. You're going down the highway, and the signs on the highway tell you where you're going and how far away you are. That's exactly what signs do related to the end times. The word season is the Hebrew word moed. It means feast, like the Feast of Israel. It also means an appointed time or a sacred season. So God is telling us now in the stars, from the very beginning in Genesis 1, when God created the heavens and the lights in the firmament, he said, I'm doing this to show the people on the earth signs and also special seasons, uh, sacred seasons, the Feast of Israel. So understand this, in, from the very beginning, God established a universal method of communicating to mankind about important things that were happening and would happen in, uh, in history, especially regarding Israel. Now understand this, these are universal. So when Jesus was born the first time, when he came to the earth the first time, there was a star uh, that led the wise men to Bethlehem. Now the world, it was there for all the world to see. I mean, what, it wasn't just there for the wise men, everybody could see it, but people didn't care or they weren't watching for it. And so the entire earth is being warned by God right now in this generation from signs in the sun, moon, and stars. This is Jesus in Luke 21 regarding the end times. There will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear, and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. Jesus is talking about the end times. That's the context of Luke chapter 21, there's gonna be signs. 
I'm going to be showing you things in the sun, the moon, and the stars. They're going to be pointing to my soon return. I'm going to be showing you signs. Well, the question is, have there been signs? The first two major end time signs I want to talk to you about are absolutely incredible things that have happened in the sun, moon, and stars in the last 73 years. Okay, remember, this is Joel now, that there's going to be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. This is Joel chapter 2, talking about the end. It says, I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, that is a solar eclipse, and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. Well, the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord is the, is the return of Jesus, the second coming of Jesus and the rapture. And so before that day comes, Joel says, and by the way, this is what Peter quoted in Acts chapter 2, okay, about the end times. So there's going to be blood moons and there's going to be solar eclipses, okay, in a special way. There, God is going to show us signs in the heavens that are revealing to us something special is happening. The question is, has it happened? Well, I want to talk about two uh, phenomenal uh, end time signs that have happened in the heavens that had to be God. The first are the blood moons. The, I don't know if you've heard about the establishment of blood moons, but by the way, a lunar eclipse is a blood moon. When, they're, when the earth begins between the sun and the moon, the moon turns red. It's a blood moon. And so this is what Joel was talking about. Well, there have been three sets of tetrads. Now, a tetrad is a set of four lunar eclipses that happen back-to-back -back in two years on Jewish holy days. This would be on Passover. You see the, the graphic there right now on your screen. Now, these are the tetrad that happened in 2014-2015. And so on Sukkot, of 2014 and 15, you had a blood moon. And then, uh, I'm sorry, on Passover, you had a blood moon. Then on Sukkot, you had another blood moon, back to back. This is four lunar eclipses, blood moons, that happened over uh, a two-year period of time, all on Jewish holy days. Now, that happened in 1949 and 50. Remember, Israel became a nation in 1948. And the tetrad of blood moons, like you just saw there, happened in 1949 and 1950, all on Jewish holy days. Then in 1967, the, the Six-Day War was fought, and Jerusalem was unified. This is what Jesus prophesied in Luke 21, that, that, that they would be scattered, and then the Israel, uh, Jerusalem be trodden underfoot by Gentiles until the times the Gentiles were fulfilled. That was fulfilled in 1967, and in 1967 and 1968, there were four blood moons, all on Jewish holy days. Israel becomes a nation, blood moons. The city of Jerusalem is unified, blood moons. Then in 2014 and 2015, there are four more blood moons, the ones you just saw, plus there was a solar eclipse in 2014 on the first day of Israel's religious calendar, and there was a partial solar eclipse on the Feast of Trumpets, okay, during the Tetras. Okay, so what is the significance of those blood moons? Well, here's what I believe. In, two, in the ones in 1949 and 1950, that was the Holy Land. The Holy Land was given back to Israel. In 1967, 1968, it was the Holy City of Jerusalem had come back under control of Jerusalem for the first time in 2000 years. 
But in 2014 and 15, a lot of people are saying, what's the significance of that? It's the Holy Temple. The, the activity around the temple picked up huge around 2014, 2015. And so, and by the way, right now, the Sanhedrin is creating the anointing oil to anoint the Messiah when he comes. Everything is ready for the temple. They have all the artifacts ready for the temple, all the, the temple vessels. They're training uh, priests down in the valley of Jericho. They're, they're training priests. And so the, they're ready to rebuild. And th this is something, and by the way, the Jews for the first time in 2,000 years are praying legally praying on the Temple Mount and gathering there, sometimes by the hundreds or thousands. It's an amazing thing that's happened. And it started around 2014, 2015. And I believe soon we will see the rebuilding of the Temple. That is a major, major end time sign that is in the heavens. It's undeniable. You can look that up on NASA. You can look it up on different types of astronomy programs. The blood moons are real, and they haven't happened. These kinds of things don't happen now for hundreds of years at a time. So these are not regular phenomenon. A lunar eclipse is, but not a tetrad on Jewish holy days. The second major end-time sign related to the sun, moon, and stars is the Revelation 12 sign that happened on September the 23rd, 2017. Now, what I'm about to say to you is the second most important thing that has happened in my lifetime regarding the end times. Now, I was born in 1953, so I wasn't uh, around when Israel became a nation. But I was around in 1967 when Jerusalem was reunified. That's the most important thing that's happened prophetically in my lifetime. The second most important thing was the Revelation 12 sign on September 23rd, 2017. Here's the Revelation 12 sign. This is Revelation 12 describing now an end times astronomical sign it's going to happen. You see a graphic there on your screen. Now, this is Revelation 12. Let me, let, me, let me read the scripture, then I'll explain the graphic to you. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of 12 stars. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God in his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has prepared a place uh, by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. Now this was literally fulfilled. Now, there is a prophetic fulfillment here related to Israel, but you see the on the screen there, you see this graphic. Let me explain it to you. So on September 23rd, 2017, the constellation Leo was above the head of the constellation Virgo. Of course, Virgo is the virgin, Leo is the lion. And so the virgin is Mary, and of course, Leo is Jesus. But you have, Leo has nine stars. Remember, it says that there was a garland of nine stars over her head. Well, the Leo has nine major stars that make up the outline, but on September the 23rd of 2017, Mercury, Mars, and Venus joined those nine stars to make 12 stars that were over the head of the Virgo, constellation Virgo. And then the sun, you'll notice on that graphic there, the sun was over Virgo's shoulder, the Virgin's shoulder. In other words, she was clothed with the sun and the moon was under her feet. You can see it right there. Then Jupiter, which is called the king planet, which the Jews associate with the Messiah. Now, this is extraordinary. The, the Jupiter uh, entered the womb of Virgo. 
on November the 20th of 2016 and retrograded, which means it stayed in the same place. It looked like it was staying in the same place. It retrograded from February to July, then exited the womb on September the 9th, 2017. It was inside the womb exactly 41 weeks, which is the time of human gestation. And then it came out. It came out between the legs of Virgo. It exited the legs of Virgo. And by the way, it says that the male child was caught up. That's raptured, harpazo. And this is the next graphic here. You'll see now that between the legs of Virgo, there was a red, creepy object. I mean, this is, it's really, it's, 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 it's incredible. Is This is between her legs, and it was redacted by NASA and also by Google Sky. And you say, why, redacted means they put a little black box over it to, you know, to block it out from being there. And you can see it if you look carefully. Between the legs of Virgo there, you'll see that little black box. You'll also see this is the actual image that they're blocking out there. It is this creepy red, it's infrared, is creepy red creature that looks like a dragon with 12 heads and all that kind of stuff like that. This actually happened on September 23rd, 2017. And so I'm saying to you, this is absolutely amazing. When Jesus said there'll be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, you can check that box. Two major end time signs have appeared in the heavens. By the way, there's a software program called Stellarium, and this is where those pictures, some of those pictures come from. Uh, by the way, that one of those charts there was a Louis Vega chart. He does phenomenal charts there. But I'm saying to you, you can look this stuff up. The, the, God created in Genesis chapter one, universal signs that the whole world could see. Well, like Jesus came the first time, people didn't care. They weren't paying attention. But Jesus Christ came and the nation missed it by and large. But there were watchers, there were people watching. The world right now, most people could care less, but you're watching this because you care. And I'm saying in the last 73 years, if we are the last generation, okay, in Psalm 90 says, uh, the days of a man's life are 70 years, or if by reason of strength, they're 80 years. We're 73 years into since Israel was regathered. Let me go th very quickly through the next uh, five signs. The number three, this is the number three major sign, is the sign of Israel's rebirth for the second time. This is Isaiah 11. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of the people who are left from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcast of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Now, remember the first time that God regathered Israel was from Babylon. He didn't, he didn't gather them from the four corners of the earth. It was just from Babylon. This says God will for the second time set his hand again to regather Israel from the four corners of the earth. That happened on May the 14th of 1948. That is what started. That was the major sign that started the end times prophetic clock. You can't have the end times without Israel existing as a nation. Here's number four. It's the sign of Jerusalem under Jewish rule. This is Luke 21. This is Jesus. When you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Then let those who are in the midst of her depart. And let not those who are in the country enter her. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But what are those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days? For there will be great distress in the land. 
and wrath upon this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times the Gentiles are fulfilled. Now, Jesus prophesied that 40 years before it came to pass. By the way, Daniel also in Daniel 9 prophesied exactly the same thing, that the, the, the Jerusalem would be destroyed. But Jesus also says, Jerusalem be trodden underfoot by the Gentiles until the times the Gentiles are fulfilled. So the Roman general Titus came, he killed over a million Jews, he destroyed the city of Jerusalem, he destroyed the sanctuary, he took uh, the rest of the Jews captive and led them back to Rome, scattered them around the world, just like the Bible says they would. But then in 1967, Jerusalem was reunited under Jewish control, and that was a major, major end-time sign. Now, these things, like I said, these are from the Bible. This, this has been in circulation for thousands of years. These are not new things, and they're not, they're not esoteric. They're not secret or hard to divine. These are clear scriptures that say things that are going to happen in the end times. The, this is the next sign, the, the sign of the division of the land of Israel, Joel 3. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, like we just said, I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. I've been talking to you about the Biden administration. They're trying now to take East Jerusalem. They're trying to open a consulate in East Jerusalem for the Palestinians, which, which gives the Palestinians ownership of East Jerusalem. It recognizes the Palestinians as having the ownership of East Jerusalem. Israel's saying, why don't they put it over on Ramallah? Why don't they put it on the West Bank? The Biden administration says, no, we want to put it in East Jerusalem. We want to recognize the Palestinians' right to East Jerusalem. They want to take away the Golan Heights. They want to move them out of the West Bank and out of East Jerusalem where they have settlements. The land, they took away Gaza. They took away the Sinai. The land of Israel is being divided by the United States, by the United Nations. This is happening in your lifetime. And God says that he is angry, that he is going to bring all the nations down and to enter into judgment with them there at the same time. In those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I'm going to enter into judgment with all the nations because of the way they've treated my people. They've scattered them around the nations and they've divided up my land. And by the way, it is God's land. No man can claim that land. It is God's land. This is sign number six. The sign of Jerusalem being the most controversial piece of property on the earth that would cause Armageddon. Jerusalem right now, in the news right now, is in the news more than any other place. It is the most difficult uh, foreign policy issue of the entire earth. No one can solve that problem. This is Zechariah chapter 12. Behold, I, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding people when they lay siege against Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all the nations of the earth are gathered against it. The last scene of human history is the entire earth coming against Jerusalem. And during the Obama administration, the United States, not United Nations was trying to impose a two-state solution on Israel. Impose means they're going to militarily impose. They're going to force Israel to give up East Jerusalem. And this is what's going to happen. They're not going to give up East Jerusalem. The Jews have consistently said that Jerusalem is the eternal indivisible capital of Israel. The world will hate them for that. 
they will continue to pressure him for that. This is happening in our news right now. You don't have to look around to make, make this thing happen. This is happening right now. But it's going to get worse until the point that there is an ultimatum given by the United Nations, the armies of the world, but they will ultimately come against Israel. Jerusalem is the most difficult issue today and the most contested piece of real estate on the earth. And here's sign number seven, the sign of worldwide anti-Semitism, Zechariah 14. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst, for I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, the women ravished, half the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. Jerusalem, Israel right now, the Jewish people, they're persecuted all over the world. This is the most persecuted group of people in the history of the world. That means generationally, for millennia. Right now in France, tremendous anti-Semitism in France, Germany, the EU in general, also in the United States, uh, college campuses, many cities around America, there is increasing anti-Semitism. This is a major sign of the end time. So I've just told you about seven major signs that have already happened. These aren't things that are gonna happen. These things are already happened. And I said at the beginning of this teaching, I'm not just saying that we're living in the end times. I'm saying we're living at the end of the end times. And if there's ever been a time that we need to be looking up and watching for Jesus to come, in the midst of all the lousy stuff that's happening in the world, Jesus is coming. And that's what I keep telling you is this, this the whole purpose of this program is to educate and encourage. I want to educate you about end time theology, end time scriptures, and I want to encourage you that everything that ha is happening is telling us that Jesus is coming. Now we're going to go to the subscriber-only portion right now. I'm going to talk about the Biden administration, the, the war on gender, two things that they are doing right now, the Biden administration, that have never been done before, that every person needs to understand. I'm also answering questions. Hey, if you're not a subscriber, $7 a month, $77 a year, endtimes.com. Go there, become a subscriber so you can get everything we get. And we have articles through the week. We have uh, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, I'm inter interviewing uh, Mark Biltz, Pastor Mark Biltz, and also I'm interviewing Pastor Billy Crone next week. We have interviews that are coming up, all kinds of good stuff, uh, not just the Tipping Point show. I want you to be able to get all of it, $7 a month, $77 a year. If you are a subscriber to endtimes.com, you can't watch the full version here on YouTube. You've got to go over uh, to endtimes.com. And so thank you for joining us. Subscribers, stay tuned.